1 Samuel chapter 16, verse 4 to 7. So Samuel did what the Lord said and went to Bethlehem. And the elders of the town trembled at his coming and said, Do you come peaceably? And he said, Peaceably, I have come to sacrifice to the Lord. Sanctify yourselves and come with me to the sacrifice. Then he consecrated Jesse and his sons and invited them to the sacrifice. So it was when they came that he looked at Eliab and said, Surely the Lord's anointed is before him. But the Lord said to Samuel, Do not look at his appearance or at his physical stature because I have refused him. For the Lord does not see as man sees. For man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord, the Lord looks at the heart. The prophet of God arrived and immediately organized everything according to his religious discipline and protocol. The order or program of the anointing service was very wonderful. It started with sanctification and consecration. Yes, that is just how it works, right? Sanctify yourselves and come with me to the sacrifice. The order or program of the anointed service was very wonderful. It all started with sanctification and consecration. Yeah, that's beautiful. Sanctify yourselves and come with me to the sacrifice. Then he consecrated Jesse and his sons. And of course, Samuel approved his work. Oh yes, when he looked at Eliab after consecrating him, he immediately concluded without any iota of doubt that Eliab was surely the Lord's anointed. But friends, God immediately rejected Eliab. Why? Why? Because God is not impressed with human arranged cosmetic microwave-like consecration. No, God is not impressed with that. That a man has been consecrated and approved even by a spiritually validated senior prophet and apostle of God does not guarantee the release of the precious, holy, and sacred anointing oil of the Most High God upon such a man. With the state of his heart, Eliab was selected for consecration. His heart was filthy. Heaven had rejected him, yet the servant of God consecrated him and appointed him. It was not the fault of the prophet. He just had to follow the religious template and protocol he was familiar with. Yes. Sanctify them, consecrate them, anoint them, and appoint them to special spiritual duties. That is the protocol. Once they are consecrated, they are sanctified, they look good on the outside, they give a lot, they do this, they are committed, just sanctify them, consecrate them, appoint them, and anoint them. But God immediately cautioned Samuel. And it was easy for Samuel to heed the spiritual caution because he was not indebted to any man. He had not taken any prophet offering from Eliab that would have ensnared him 
No, he had not. His spiritual hearing capacity was void of any form of interference. He had God clearly and immediately, immediately responded to the instructions of God. It was easy for the prophet of God to hear God and take a step back despite his public affirmation of the wrong person. He had no problem to openly tell Jesse and the excited Eliab that he was prophetically wrong for he had looked at the outward appearance. His prophetic ministry was not subjected to the gifts he received. The anointing oil in his horns was not for sale. No, it was not. Oh no, it could not be purchased. Somewhere the prophet was a man of absolute spiritual integrity. In his own words, in 1 Samuel chapter 12, verse 3 to 4, he stood publicly before the congregation of Israel and said, Here I am, here I am, witness against me before the Lord and before his anointed. Whose ox have I taken or whose donkey have I taken? Whom have I cheated? Whom have I oppressed? Or from whose hand have I received any bribe with which to blind my eyes? I will restore it to you. He could hear. Samuel could hear God and act upon God's instruction about Eliab instantly because his eyes had not been blinded by any form of bribe. Samuel understood what most prophets today do not understand. He understood that his prophetic ministry can be used to acquire assets, to purchase the best donkeys. Oh yes, he was not a civil servant, neither was he a politician, but he understood that his prophetic insights and accuracy can be severely impaired and limited. By bribes, by bribes. Prophets can also be bribed to prophesy lies and subvert people's destiny. Samuel's integrity was impeccable. For the people answered his question in 1 Samuel chapter 12, verse 4, saying, And they said, You have not cheated us. The people said, The whole of Israel. They stood and said, you have not cheated us or oppressed us, nor have you taken anything from any man's hand. My goodness, no wonder he could hear God. No wonder he could hear God clearly and he could take instruction clearly. The common challenge I find today is that there are too many Eliabs who have been refused by God, but quickly packaged, consecrated, and anointed into offices by corrupt and blind prophets, blind pastors, blind leaders, blind apostles, blind elders. Many bunking bishops polluted Perverse, pressing pastors, lustful leaders, greedy deacons, sexual perverts have been quickly packaged, consecrated, and anointed to take responsibilities they are unworthy to take for God. 
cosmetic consecration. Cosmetic consecration has produced Eliab's on our altars. And as a result, God is displeased. God is displeased. I please want you to note, note that God did not stop the consecration process. He didn't stop the program. No, no, but he stopped the anointing process. Before Samuel would release the anointing upon Eliab, God stepped in. If your consecration is not personally motivated, if your desire to live for God is based on the position you desire, my friend, the anointing oil is not meant for you. God's holy sacred oil is not for you. I have met many people who temporarily gave up one thing or the other in their lives just to be consecrated, a leader, a pastor, a bishop, an apostle, a teacher. Some have made amazing donations to the church just to be consecrated into an office. Of what use is it to be consecrated into an office but refused and rejected by the Lord? Of what use is it for a man or a woman to be called by a nice title by reason of his consecration but denied the anointing that enables the functionality of that office? Eliab was consecrated but denied the anointing oil because his heart was not in the right spiritual condition. The anointing oil, my friend, is not meant for people who desire consecration because of the benefit that flows from it, because of the physical, self-motivated benefit that comes along with it. The anointing is for a people who desire to live a consecrated life unto the Lord. Heaven can attest to their consecration in the secret, in the secret, where no one is watching, where no one is seeing. Heaven can attest, can confirm, can validate their consecration in the secret. Such people live a daily consecrated life unto the Lord in their office, on their jobs, in their homes, in their businesses. When no man sees them, they keep living for God. In the face of compromise, in the face of temptations, in the face of challenges, their consecration to God is unstoppable. Such people, few as they may be, are the ones that the anointing oil is meant for. In 1 Samuel chapter 16, verse 12, the Bible says that and Jesus sent and brought David in. Now he was ruddy and withal of a beautiful countenance and goodly to look to. And the Lord said, my goodness, and the Lord said, Arise, Samuel, anoint him, for this is he. Straight from the wilderness, from direct interactions with animals, 
with goats, with sheep. As soon as David appeared, the same God, the same Lord who rejected Eliab instructed Samuel to arise and anoint David. The Lord did not say, concentrate him first and then anoint him. Did you see that? Did you note that in your Bible? That the Lord did not say, oh, Samuel, arise, sanctify him, consecrate him, and then anoint him. No. The Lord said, arise, anoint him. For this is he. How many words? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven words. Arise, anoint him, for this is he. David. David lived a consecrated life. Hence, he did not require the public drama or standard protocol of consecration. God instantly demanded the anointing of a man who had settled the issues of his personal consecration. He had settled the issues of his personal consecration. Friends, have you settled the issue of your personal consecration unto God? Have you settled the issues of your personal consecration with God? Was the issue of your personal consecration in the secret, in your office, in your home, in places where no one can see you, was this issue of personal consecration is settled the public release of the anointing oil on your head would never pass you by never never i commend you to god and to the word of his grace which is able to build you up and to give you an inheritance among them that are sanctified amen wow 